Welcome to In Your Area. On today's episode, we hear from Stevie Susie of Keller Williams Realty Centre in Ontario and Ginger Andrews of Remax Real Estate Central in Calgary. Both ladies are realtors who successfully use social media as a mechanism of communication and relationship building, and they take the time to chat on today's episode, sharing their tips, tricks, and challenges with you. Stevie shares her best practices on TikTok, which have captured her nearly 75,000 followers. She talks about how to get started, what to share, including a breakdown of a story which garnered her 7 million views, and how to deal with the negative feedback that you will inevitably receive. The ladies chat about the benefits of the different social platforms and how best to use their features to capture followers and interest. We hope you enjoy. Well, my name is Ginger Andrews, and I'm a realtor in Calgary, Alberta. I've been in the business for, I guess, licensed for seven years. And uh, we are speaking today with Stevie. How do you say your last name, Stevie? Susie. Susie. Okay. Thank you. I would have said that completely wrong. (laughs) So Stevie, you are a realtor in Toronto, correct? Just outside of Toronto, but yeah. Okay. Awesome. And we're speaking with you today because you have a huge following on TikTok. So that is what, how many followers do you have now? 70,000? Yeah, 70. I just hit 70,000 probably today, actually. (laughs) Amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Do you want to give me a little bit of your background in real estate and how you got into real estate? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been, I've been a licensed real estate agent. So I'm, I'm like you said, I'm in Toronto. I'm just actually outside in the GTA. I I'm in primarily York region and I've been licensed for about five years now. Um, I've been in the real estate industry for a total of six years. I was an administrative assistant to another top producing agent in my area while I was studying to get my license. Um, so yeah, so I've been in the industry altogether for about six years now. And like I said, I, I do work in York region in the GTA. Primarily, I focus uh, in an area called Georgina, which is where I'm raised and lived my whole life and know very well. Nice. What did you do before you got into real estate? So, okay. So real estate for me was actually my first career path, which is pretty like shocking. I feel like for a lot of people, it's not. Um, for a lot of people, it is, you know, a second career choice down the line or something they kind of do on the side. But for me, it was my first choice. I was little story on me. I was the girl when I came out of high school, no idea what I wanted to do. Like I was like, I don't even know where to go from here. So I took a year off and I was super confident in that decision because I still like, I still think it is so crazy. You know, when people get out of high school and they're 18 years old and they have to yeah, make decisions to, to, you know, spend a ton of money to choose basically their career path. And you're so young, you don't really know, like you don't really have much experience in, you know, the world and everything. So I took a year off and was super happy about that because I felt just, yeah, not right about going and getting myself into a bunch of debt and choosing something I wasn't super um, into. And then the second year rolled around and I still was kind of like, oh, like, I don't know what I want to do. And then, you know, then you start feeling a little bit kind of crappy about, you know, not now I still haven't gone to school. I don't know what I want to do. And yeah, so then I get, but still I was like, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to just go to school for the sake of going to school kind of thing. And I had a bunch of areas um, that I was super interested in, but just nothing that I was super passionate about. 
interior design was one of them, which is kind of what ended up leading me into real estate down the line. And so the third year came around out of high school and I had actually ended up applying to schools and even accepted my offer to go to one for pre-health. So something very general that I could have maybe branched off into a bunch of different avenues. And then I like last minute decided like, no, like I just, I still, I'm not, I don't want to do this, not passionate about it. I'm not going to do anything with it. Like, yeah, there's no point. So anyway, I I ended up not doing it. And uh, I I had an interest in down the line, uh, being able to possibly get into like flipping homes, like doing that kind of thing to make money. And so I looked into getting my real estate license and Mm -hmm. decided to go for it. And then as I was studying, I had the opportunity to work as an administrative assistant Mm -hmm. and learned a lot about the business that way while I was studying. And then honestly, from that point on, I had just fallen in love with the business and decided like, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to sell real estate and and that's what I was going to make a career out of. So it really was, it was my first career choice, really. Like I didn't do anything else before. That's lucky. Yeah, honestly, it's it's lucky. Um, and it's kind of cool how you say that because totally I feel like, you know, when before I got into real estate, I didn't want to be a realtor because I thought they were cheesy and whatever, right? But when you find something that fits, it just works. It just works yeah. and you'll be good at it. That's the thing too. Totally. You know, you if you want to excel at something, I do, I'm a strong believer in you will always do better or well at something that you genuinely enjoy doing. Like I could be the best at whatever it is, but if I can mm-hmm. hate it, like I'm just not going to have that drive to get better at it every day and want to do it. And you're going to get burnt out because you just don't really enjoy it and and whatever. Right. So I think, um, yeah, doing something that you actually enjoy and are passionate about is super important. Yeah. It's that old saying, do something that you love and you'll be good at it. Imagine. <laughs> Never work a day in your life. Yeah. yeah, totally. So when you got into real estate, were you, did you immediately start using social media or was there a game plan or you just kind of like, what was kind of the path that led you to figuring out that social media works for you? I have always used it. I mean, I, for my age group and generation, I'm 26 years old. So um, social media is it's something I pretty much grew up with. So I did always use it. However, I definitely did not use it to the extent and to my advantage the way that I do now. Um, I didn't fully understand. Like when I first got my license and I first got into real estate and everything, I didn't fully understand how much I could use social media. And and I think in general, as a lot of realtors have a misunderstanding when they first join. And the reason why a lot of realtors don't succeed is because you kind of come in, you know, schooling doesn't really actually teach you how to work the business. You kind of think you'll just tell everyone you're a realtor and the phone will start ringing, or you think it'll at least draw more action to you than it actually does. And I think that's kind of how I was in, in the very beginning. So I, you know, on social media, I, I would put out there that I'm a realtor. I would tell my mm-hmm. friends, I would post about it, but I wasn't being purposeful about it. I just, you know, I was kind of just putting it out there so people knew, hoping they would reach out to me or whatever. Um, and so I have always used it, but in the last, I would say it's probably been only maybe two years that I have really like focused on it as my like, m- yeah, my way of really connecting with people and lead generating and, and all that. Mm-hmm. Did you try any of the other typical lead generations before, like door knocking, open housing, all that kind of? fun stuff. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I did it all. I did it all heavily. So I'm on a real estate team and um, we focused the basically the core of, of our business and kind of even our standards to sort of stay on the team and be a part of the team was door knocking. Um, so we were heavy into door knocking. <laughs> and it was something that I did a lot of 
hated, yeah. like hated it, but I did it and it worked. Honestly, it did. It was effective. I, for me, even though I don't enjoy either, I do prefer door knocking over cold calling because I do feel um, there is something to be said for a face-to-face connection. Like I just think it's always going to be superior than anything else. Um, but again, I didn't enjoy it. And, you know, I feel like if you're not doing something that you love, it's hard to be good at it or it's hard to really, you know, get up and do it every day. So um, I did try it all. I did have success with door knocking. I'm not going to say I didn't. Um, But I find now I can get a lot more done in a lot less time and reach like way more people with social media. Yeah, for sure. Totally. So did you start with Facebook, Instagram, or did you immediately start with TikTok when you decided to focus in on it? Facebook and Instagram first. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say I was always pretty heavy on both. I would say the route that I kind of started to go down, I started with Facebook. Um, and then I got more heavy on Instagram with it. Mm -hmm. And then I only recently, so believe it or not, I actually only started my TikTok at the very end of January 28th, I believe was the date. So January 28th of this year, this year, this year, (laughs) it's pretty crazy and I had gotten like I'm at 70,000 now but I had gotten it took me a month to get like a following over of over 20,000 so I grew TikTok um a lot quicker than any of my other platforms and I and I would say I definitely was a little bit more purposeful about growing my TikTok so it, it makes sense but um yeah I did TikTok was the last thing to come I started on Facebook and Instagram first okay and do you find that you're actually getting business from it now Cause I mean, that's not really that long to be on a platform. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. As business from TikTok, I have, I would say had more success because I have put in um, more time on Facebook and Instagram. So for social media in general, at this point, I have done quite a bit of business from, mm-hmm. I would say most of that business so far has come from Instagram and Facebook because I am still um, so new on, on uh, TikTok. However, I have gotten a lot of business from TikTok in a different way because um, my TikTok, I have started taking in a route where I'm also appealing to other realtors, right? And coaching younger realtors and beginners and mm-hmm. even realtors who have been in the game for a while, but are maybe, you know, they've hit a ceiling and they're trying to break through that, or maybe they're not super good at social media, whatever it is. And I've actually started um, doing one-on-one coaching with realtors through TikTok. Okay. So, so yeah, I've gotten a ton of business from that. Um, and I have gotten business uh, with other clients through TikTok as well, but I would say so far I'm more heavy on client business, uh, like buyers and sellers through Instagram and Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. TikTok's becoming kind of like a side hustle. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's sweet. So do you find like how much time do you spend on TikTok? Approximately, um, or is it depending? It, it, it does depend um, quite a bit. Definitely quite a bit, which is, um, yeah, it's, I, it's, it is time consuming. Like if you get to the point where you do get a following and you are getting business out of it and, you know, things are happening, it does become time consuming because you have to put in that time to put out the content and stay relevant and keep that following going. Right. Um, so it is time consuming. The way I do my TikTok generally is when I wake up in the morning, morning is been like my lead gen time. So it used to be the time that I did door knocking. It used to be the time, you know, if I was doing cold calling, whatever, it's always been uh, the lead gen time. So now I use it as my TikTok time. So when I wake up in the morning and start my day, I start my day off with filming videos, getting them out of the way. And, and that's how I do it. So I I get it uh, out of the way first thing in the morning. And then I also will usually choose a day on the weekend, either a Saturday or a Sunday, and I'll spend the day 
just filming a bunch of content so that I can have some stuff to put out through the week and it's already done. And then I don't have to take, you know, hours out of my day every day to do it. So, but it is quite time consuming. I would say, no, I definitely spend quite a bit. Like it's, it becomes like a full-time schedule for sure. Like, you know, the way you would spend time on any other lead gen, it's the same thing. Yeah, totally. Um, And it's kind of cool because with COVID, obviously now it's, we can't really, I mean, maybe you can go door knocking, maybe you can't. I don't know about in Toronto, but I know in Alberta, we can't do open houses anymore. So it's kind of a nice alternative. Yeah, absolutely. And it's we're the exact same. We can't do open houses and we can't door knock anymore. Um, and, and that's exactly it, right? Like I would say that in general, social media is like the way of the future. And at this point, we're, you know, talking to the older people in business and in any, any business, really, um, at this point, you do, you have to be on social media and be active to be relevant. And um, I would say that's just true in general. However, more than ever now with this pandemic, with people being on their phones at home, on their phones, on their computer, on their social media all day, every day, because you know, we're in lockdown, like here, we're in lockdown. So like, what are you, what are you doing? Right? So um, yeah, more than ever, social media is important. Yeah. There's so many more eyes on it. Yeah, totally. Do you ever find that it gets a little bit too much with TikTok? Or are you pretty cool with, you know, I know in the mornings, a couple mornings a week, I'll do some videos and I'll have some content. Um, I know the market's super hot in Toronto. It's actually turned to leaf here in Calgary. <laughs> and we're busy too. So I know sometimes it's like you feel like you're being pulled in a whole bunch of ways. Um, you find that it ever gets like a little bit much and you have to put it aside for a week or two. Yeah, yeah. No, it definitely does. Um, I, I never really felt that way with uh, like Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm. I do feel that way with TikTok. I do feel it again, it comes with the following, it comes with everything. You know, I'm constantly like every time I open my phone and I check my TikTok, I have a million new notifications and just trying to kind of keep up with it and, Mm -hmm. you know, either answer people's questions or to be honest, I get a lot of like negativity on it too. I get a lot of hate. So just seeing that all the time can be a little bit like it gets old after a while. Yeah, it definitely does get to be too much. And and there is, there is that, that pulling feeling because on one hand it's like, well, just take a break. But then on the other hand, it's, it's just like the way you would feel guilty if you didn't do your lead gen that week. I feel guilty. Like I, I didn't do what I needed to do that week. And I, who knows if I lost out on a possible deal because of that, or, you know, whatever it is, or did I lose followers because I wasn't active or, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, definitely it's, it's, I would say, like any other form of legion, you will feel that guilt of just you didn't do your legion that day. For yeah. sure. When you said you get some haters, do you find that it's mostly other realtors or is it just people that are sitting at home doing yeah. absolutely? Yeah, it's it's just it's just the uh, general public, I guess I would say. No, I haven't. I've gotten pretty much like nothing but positivity from other realtors and support, and um, you know, from all over the world, honestly, which is so cool. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't experienced much hate from other realtors. It's more from the general public. I find, as most realtors know, that a lot of people don't like realtors. Like we, we, you know, a lot of people think that we really are like the scum of the earth. They think we are, uh, you know, just like you know the sleazy car salesman type of thing. Um, so we get that rap a lot, and it is what it is. And obviously, you know, when you're on a, a platform and you have a large following, you're just exposing yourself to the keyboard warriors that can just say whatever they want. So I've gotten a lot of that, like, again, who cares? They're just bored. The other thing that I have noticed um, as well is that 
I'm in Canada and I have a huge like American following on my TikTok. And so when I'm, you know, talking about something, whether it's relevant to, you know, prices or our market or something that we do as realtors or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. that might not be the same in the States. Right. Find a lot of people are so quick to jump on and just be like, you're an idiot. You're wrong. That's not true. When it's like, no, it is. I'm just in a different area than you. And just because it doesn't apply to you doesn't make it untrue. Right. So I get a lot of that, which I would say probably infuriates me the most. (laughs) Me, I'm wrong when it's like, I'm not wrong. It just doesn't apply to you, but it doesn't make me wrong. You know? Yeah. I get a lot of that, but again, it's just, it's just people bored at home with way too much time on their hands. Right. So go sell a house. I know. Yeah, exactly. And they probably don't even own re- any real estate or anything. And it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, do you find that you have, cause I know with my Instagram, like I've same as you, I tried to even, I guess in the last year or two, I said, okay, I'm actually going to be intentional and start to use Instagram as a tool because why not? It's yeah. free. Yeah. It takes up some of your time or whatever, but do you find that you have trouble thinking of what to post? Cause that tends to be like, I obviously have your go-tos that you post, but then for content, you got to be creative, right? Yeah. Um, do you find that you struggle with that at all? Yeah, definitely. I think, and honestly, I will say Instagram is a very hard platform to grow on. So like, I, I applaud you because I haven't, like even now my Instagram starting to grow a little bit because of TikTok. Like, I'm just kind of getting that traffic coming over. But like, yeah, Instagram is very difficult. And yes, I definitely do. I think, like you said, you kind of have your go-tos. Like when I'm putting out information for buyers and sellers, there's mm-hmm. always questions that we get asked a lot. Um, the common questions that people ask that they want to know. So like, you kind of know which like informational pieces you're going to put out. But after a while, it gets to the point where it's true. Like there is only so much that you can do a video on. The other difficult thing with TikTok is that because the max amount of time you can record is for a minute, like there are certain topics that I would love to do videos on and are really helpful, but there's just no way that I can explain it in a minute. Like it is a very in-depth thing. And you can do videos, you you know, you can do multiple parts and all that, which is fine. But yeah, so I, I do struggle with that kind of what's what's the next thing or and especially too when you do like when you when you kind of create that following mm-hmm. one every at that point, you're the whole point is trying to get every video to do well to gain more followers to gain more, you know, so that's the thing too, like I could just put out anything just to put it out. But like, you're trying to you're trying to get out those posts that really hit right like the ones that are going to do something for you. So it does get difficult for sure. I see that. I uh, I literally have to like really sit down. I have like a journal that I write down my ideas, my, you know, whatever. If I have a thought in the moment, if a topic comes up, if I'm in a conversation with someone and like an idea strikes because of that, I like have to go to my phone or something right away and like write it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes too, I'll have the, the, I, the concept in my head and then I'll have exactly like what I kind of want to say. But if I don't write that down right away, sometimes I'll lose it and be like, oh, that, yeah, like, how was I going to do that? What was I going to say? So I find just writing it down as soon as it like inspo hits kind of thing to do that. And um, yeah, it is it is a struggle for sure is just um, trying to keep putting out relevant content without repeating the same thing over and over and yeah. over. Again, right. Um, so yeah, it's a struggle. Totally. Um, do you find because I, I've thought about obviously I do have a TikTok. I don't use it for business that much yet. Maybe I'll transfer after be inspired by you. <laughs> but uh, do you find you have certain posts that get more engagement? Um, in general, I know if I put something up, that's a selfie, that's typically where I get my most engagement, which seems ridiculous, but whatever works, right? You got to use whatever works. Do you find that you've had posts that are just 
out of nowhere, you're like, oh, I had no idea that, that would get so much engagement. Absolutely. Absolutely. My one, so the, the, um, the one that I actually did recently, which is what took me from like 30,000 followers to 70,000 in the matter of like a week or two was one that I didn't, like, I, I, I knew that one would do well. I didn't know it was going to do that. It's got like almost 7 million views on it. Like it's insane. And it was, a little, yeah, it was like a little real estate side hustle. Um, you know, it, it was about installing real estate signs for realtors. We have a sign guy that installs all, all of our signs and, uh, you know, he makes pretty good money off of us. And I just thought, you know, it's somewhat like, you know, a young kid really could be doing this and oh, whatever. So I, I, you know, saw the idea, knew it would do pretty well because I, everyone's always looking for a way to make like an extra buck or, you know, hustle and stuff. And so again, I knew it would do well. I did not know it would do that well. So definitely, um, yeah, it's, it, sometimes it is surprising. There are certain, there are certain topics I can always tell will do a little bit better than others. Um, I've learned that specifically on TikTok, you, I always, I try now and I do it on purpose. Now I try to put out content that might raise some opinions from people because believe it or not, like those are the ones that do well. When, when people are opinionated about something, maybe they, they have an opinion on what you're saying, or maybe there can be opposing views or, you know, anything like that. I find it gets people either talking or even if it gets people saying to me, you're an idiot, this is wrong. It will make the post do really, really well. Right. So I try to, I try to post stuff on TikTok that maybe will stir up a little controversy or something like that. Yeah, a little controversy. Yeah. I never heard anyone, you know, and yeah. I, and you know, with you even saying that your selfies do uh, well on Instagram, like that doesn't surprise me at all because I find, and the best thing to do on any social media is, is being like you and being relatable and, and, and that, right? Like nobody cares about the house we just sold. Like they really don't. They care about you and getting to know you and liking your personality and being intrigued by you. And that makes them want to work with you, right? So totally. And that's something that, you know, if people ever ask me like, oh, what do you do with your social media, your Instagram? And to be honest, I'm no expert at all. But I do know that if I like somebody, I want to work with them. That's just how I am. And it did take, you know, you have to kind of put yourself out there and be okay with that. Like when new realtors are like, what should I put on Instagram? The first thing I say is yourself because that is, you know, even if it's silly or whatever, I mean, obviously I personally don't put all of my life on social media, but enough so that people know who I am. They know if they want to work out with me and then you attract the kind of clients that you want to work with anyways, I find. Exactly. And it's so, it's so, so true. And that's one, one thing I will say that I've, I really love about social media is it's exactly it. You do, you attract like-minded individuals because that's the thing. These people are getting a pretty good glimpse into your life and like all about business wise and what your personality is like and all that. And they, and they are coming to you saying, I want to work with you. Whereas Mm -hmm. sometimes in other ways, when, you know, you've cold called someone, you get an appointment, you know, Mm -hmm. you you do that appointment. It's very business. It's very business the entire time you were putting on the best front of yourself, like, you know, whatever down the line, when things get difficult, you guys, you might end up realizing that that was like your nightmare client. We've all had it. We've all had really bad experiences that way. (laughs) And, and it's true. I find with social media, you definitely attract, you know, your ideal clients all the time, which is good. And it makes, it makes working with them so much better. It makes the whole experience so much better. Like, it's awesome. Everyone. <laughs> it's, it's so, so true. It's, it really is. And honestly, too, I even find it can sometimes, um, 
give you a better connection with like your fellow realtors in your area too, right? Because again, get you a glimpse into their life and and what they do outside of work. And if they have kids and a family, if they travel, if they will, whatever. And it can just, it can can definitely bring everybody closer, which I think is cool. Yeah, I heard, I forget who it was. It doesn't really matter, but I did hear a realtor recently and they said, they don't understand why the realtors follow realtors on Instagram and whatever. And I just couldn't believe it because I think it's, only benefits your business and your clients big time because, you know, there's always something that's going to happen where, first of all, it's a lonely job if you don't have other realtors to call and to engage with and to ask questions with. And second of all, if you, you know, if you're in a multiple offer situation and you have a good relationship with someone, people are human. Yeah. (laughs) They're going to remember that. 100%. And I think it's so funny because it's true. I feel like that is common, um, like thought process for a lot of realtors, especially I'm not, I'm not, not trying to pinpoint, but sometimes the older ones who maybe again, don't really fully understand social media, don't really get all the, the benefits. And and that is, that is a common thought process of like, well, I don't want all these, because, re- you know, you also know, like on Facebook, like I get a million realtor, totally. but like the thing is, is that it is so true because not only is the, the connection and the relationship so important, the networking, but like, especially now in these crazy markets of bidding wars and multiple offers, how many realtors post a coming soon on their Facebook and Instagram? If I see a coming, I'm constantly on the lookout for coming soons for my first time home buyers. Okay. And when I see realtors and I know there's certain realtors I know in my area specifically that tend to do a lot of work in that first time home buyer type of house. And I'm kind of always looking specifically on their, their stuff for that to come up. And as soon as I see it coming soon, I'm calling them like, Hey, tell me about that one. Can we get in early? Can we, whatever. So I think it's a total disservice to your clients if you're not and like, and for that exact reason too, if you're not active on social media, because the amount of like coming soons and stuff you can miss, but yeah. on top of that, like just, yeah, like networking with your, with the realtors and stuff in your area, it's mm-hmm. on top of that, even for engagement on your posts and stuff, like if you're trying to grow social media, a lot of the time, uh, realtors will engage and say, Hey, this is great. Like, really cool. I agree. Like whatever. And mm-hmm. even if they're the ones commenting on your stuff, they can help you with that engagement. So for sure. Yeah, I was doing an Instagram story last night when, or yesterday when I was at taking photos at a property and I had two showings booked in pre just from other realtors just watching it. So, and I was with the client and I told them that and they were ultra impressed. So, I mean, (laughs) it's amazing. Yeah, totally. Well, that's good. Do you find, so say if there was a realtor, I know, I, I noticed that a lot of new realtors obviously go right on social media, but a lot of the older generation realtors in Alberta, they're starting to use it. And I think that it's, you know, it's great. It's awesome. Um, I think it's important, obviously. Do, if you were to give another real estate professional advice on where to start start on TikTok, would you, um, where would you lead them? Would you say just start posting or be intentional about it? Or what do you think? On TikTok specifically, um, yeah, I think I think a bit of both. I think at the end of the day, I mean, any social media in general, at least just doing it and being active is better than not doing it at all. So, um, just kind of starting and and figuring that out in general is definitely the first step. I think it's good to always be purposeful about it. Um, so, I think figuring out sort of what you want to do, like if you are if you're going to start a TikTok or you're going to start any any social media. Um, 
like what's again, what, like we were just talking about, what's your ideal client? Like, do you prefer to work with buyers? Do you prefer to work with sellers? Do you not really care? Like what's, what's that kind of thing? Again, do you love working with first time home buyers? Is that what you specialize in? Whatever it is. And um, I think maybe choose that demographic and, uh, and, and, and post towards that. So like, if you, if you are looking to get listings, maybe you start a TikTok and you do some videos of yourself giving, you know, selling tips and, and what, what to do when listing your house, what you can expect when you're on the market, you know, that sort of stuff, right? If it's buyers, again, first time home buyer tips, buyer tips in general, maybe some stuff about getting mortgages, like whatever it is that will kind of cater towards that audience. If you don't care and you're just looking for business in general, then, then, you know, any, any type of advice you can give to buyers or sellers on the market, you know, staging, does it work? Does it not like whatever, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think, I think that's it. I think just do it. And I think just focus on who you're trying to attract Mm -hmm. and, and put the content out for that. So again, if you are someone who uh, works heavily with listings. Think about when you go to a listing appointment, what are the questions that you constantly get asked that clearly to us, we know yeah. um, to the general public don't really understand. I would even, I would even argue, you know, things as simple I've come across with commission, for example. So like for us, it's 5%, 2.5 to each side. And, you know, to me, it always seems like that's kind of common knowledge. Like you think most people know about it. You know, everyone argues that realtors get paid way too much. So like, you would think, you like know, me to break it down. <laughs> so you would think that people have a pretty good understanding of like what the industry standard is. But like, I have come across so many people that do not understand, like when they see those brokerages that advertise to do it for 1%, they think 1% entirely. They don't understand that it's just on that one side and that they're still the, you know, the buying side or whatever. So like even just things like that, that like seem like common knowledge, but they're really not. Or the questions that you get asked constantly and consistently, because clearly a lot of people have the same question, like cater to those things, right? And and put the information out there. Would you say that there's anything that you kind of avoid doing? I know with myself, with Instagram, I don't put words on the pictures because- it just, I, I did that probably when I first started Instagram years ago. Um, and I found it just doesn't look good on the feed or maybe something like that. So for me, that's what I don't do. Do you find if there's anything that you're like, yeah, I would not even touch that or go near there? Yeah. So for me, um, I now will not do not avoid it. Like the plague posting just sold, just sold. Not a chance, not a chance because the thing is, is people, do not care. Like people do not care about a house that just sold. It's it's sold. They're not going to get it. It's not something they can be interested in any longer. Um, it, it's sold. When we when we as realtors post just sold, we are mm-hmm. literally doing that to really brag to other realtors or just to show we're busy, um, which is fine. Mm-hmm. However, so I run I run um, also for my team. I run like the social media pages for my my entire team. So. The way I do it now is I will post our just solds. I post it as a story to put it in our highlights. So right. if someone comes to our page, they can still see all the properties we're selling. We can show them we're busy, we're actively selling. Mm-hmm. It's not a story, it's there for 24 hours and then it's gone, you know, whatever. If mm-hmm. anyone if anyone happens to have a question about it, because maybe it's in their area, they want to know kind of what it's sold for, whatever, they can easily reach out, like no problem. Um, but I don't do that anymore. If I am going to post a just sold on my feed, mm-hmm. it's never, I used to do it. I do not anymore. Um, but you, you'll never catch me posting the house with like a sold sign on it or um, just like a, like you said, with writing on the page, like sold. I will post a photo like of my clients or with my clients. Right. And yeah. I will, the write up will be, 
you know, I built my experience with them, working with them. It'll be the experience of finding them this home, you know, stuff like that and what it was like working with them. Because people really, really like that. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what shows the more personable side of things. And it's posts like that that make people like want to work with you. Like if I posted just sold standing with one of my clients and I, you know, in the description, it's like a funny story about like, you know, how it was house hunting and some of that. Like people might read that and be like, oh, I want to work with that chick, you know? Yeah. But I, if I go to a realtor's page and I can say this, like if I were a, um, if I were a buyer or a seller and a realtor, if I go to a real estate person's page and their entire feed is literally just listed, just sold, just listed, just sold. Boring. Like I don't care. Like, next. Yeah. And like, do I even know what your face looks like? If I were to reach out to you and call you yeah. to come to my house, do I even know who's coming to my door? Like, you know what I mean? So I, I avoid always posting um, just sold. That's yeah. I always, yeah. I avoid. And I used to do it. I used to do it. I've learned. We've all done it. it. (laughs) Uh, Do you find that there's any tricks that you give to other realtors about getting your audience to engage with you? Obviously, we've chatted about, you know, putting yourself on there and getting people to want to work with you personally and buy into you. Um, But is there like commenting, liking, um, resharing, you know, doing that on TikTok and Instagram really, I guess, doesn't matter which one. Yeah. So I find again that the the best ones that I get uh, a lot of engagement with in terms of yeah sharing commenting liking again is anything about me like anything about myself with my face in it or if I've done I've done, I've done yeah it's true I've done quite a few um, even um, like promo videos for myself um, mm. I you know them professionally done where it's just like a, a promo video of me just talking about myself and you know what I can do for you and that kind of a little bit about myself and and things like that. And that gets a ton of action. Any, yeah, anything about you and your life. And I've even done, I've started getting again, a little bit more um, purposeful with my business. I did a video not too long ago that I posted on Facebook and this was actually a conversation that I had with my coach, but I ended up putting it out there. And the video was of me saying like, so I recently had a conversation with my coach And she was saying to me that one of the biggest mistakes that she sees realtors make is that we don't actually ever just ask for business. Like we spend all this money running ads. We'll put our faces on friggin' benches and buses and do all this stuff. But like very rare that we ever just come out and say, Hey, like I want your business, like, you know, whatever. So I literally put a video out there and said, so like, I'm asking for your business. Like, if you know anyone, if I'm looking for sellers, um, if you know anyone, if yourself, whatever, like, I would love to, to have your business. I'd love to work with you. And that video got so much like, uh, shares and comments and stuff like that. Because again, not only were realtors commenting on it being like, hey, this is a great idea, but you know, friends and family that want to support me, they're being like, Hey, I want business. And so they share it and they, you know, they're trying to support you and, and all that too. Right. So, um, yeah, anything about yourself that's very personable and relatable, I find will get a lot of action. Um, other things that I do for engagement, um, like for, business purposes is on Instagram. This is a technique I use quite a bit, but on Instagram, you know how you can do like on a story, you can do like the polls. Um, What I'll do is I'll do a story on Instagram and I will say, you know, if I'm trying to get like for some home buyers or whatever, I'll do a poll and say like, are you looking to get into the market? Uh, Are you looking to get into the real estate this market or this year? Sorry. Are you looking to buy your first home? And the poll options I will give will be like, yes, this year or no, but probably next year. 
And so then everyone click on it, engage, right? And then I keep track of those results. So I, I'll screenshot it all, whatever. And I see all the buyers and I'll see all the people on my list that are saying, yeah, I'm doing something this year or next year. And so what I'll do is for all the ones that said this year, I'll reach right out to them and I'll be like, thanks so much for, you know, uh, engaging on my poll. That's so exciting. Like, where are you looking to buy? And then I just treat it the way I would trying to kind of lead generate in another sense. And then the ones that said next year, I keep track of that and I'll check in on them. Like I will, I'll continue to do more, more polls in the meantime and see if they respond and see if their plans have changed. But if not, then I'll, I'll touch base and say, Hey, you know, you answered my poll six months ago, five months ago, whatever wanted to see kind of where you're at sort of thing. And, and, and yeah, and I'll do that. So that's a really good way to get engagement and literally have buyers and sellers like show you their cards, you know, so that's, that's another thing I do. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's a sweet one. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I find for myself, it's just trial and error too. Um, sometimes I put things out there and I'm like, Oh, that totally didn't work. And then I post yeah. it and I'm always running low on gas and everyone seems to engage with that. So yeah. I know, right. I know that's the thing. Any, anything that people can relate with anything that yeah. people can relate with that, especially that's humorous and just make you human like the best. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, I guess you should tell everyone your, uh, handles for TikTok and Instagram. Oh, yes. So um, my Instagram handle is Stevie underscore Volpe Alcorn. Um, the, I'm part of the Volpe Alcorn real estate team. So that's my my business page. That's thing. Sorry, that actually just reminds me. I will say that's something I regret doing, something that I have learned from. Um, to anyone who is starting to get into the business, uh, the like Instagram for business kind of thing, mm-hmm. I regret I have a personal Instagram and I have a business. I regret doing that. I would keep one um, totally. however, yeah, the point is either the reason why I haven't like changed it is because now at this point I have a, a decent enough following on both yeah. and I have, you know, certain posts and I, I don't want to fully give up either or. So now totally. I just keep, and I run with them, but like, if there were a way for me to like integrate them both and keep all my followers and all my posts and whatever, I totally would, but I can't. Mm-hmm. So advice to anyone who is uh, just kind of starting to get their feet wet in the um, social media world. Don't do a business page and an Instagram page. Just keep it to one, keep it to one. And, and yeah, and do a good mix of your personal life, add a little bit of business, whatever. Um, but yeah, so that is my, my business page is Stevie underscore Volpe Alcorn on Instagram. And then my TikTok is just Stevie Susino space. Nice. Okay. And then your little side hustle business, or is that something that people can reach out to you on TikTok or Instagram or both? If yeah, both, both. Yeah. So they're on both, uh, both my Instagram and my TikTok. There's a link in my bio that you can click. So if you, yeah, if you, you know, people can book a one-on-one mentoring session with me. Um, I even, I have a scripts package on there. So all the scripts that I actually like use on a daily basis, the ones that I have found work for me the best, they're literally the most simple because that is what I find works the best. Yeah, um, I've created a package so you can get those on there too. And, you know, see the scripts that I actually use and that I find work the best. Yeah. And there's a link in my bio on both my Instagram and my TikTok. So awesome. Cool. And anything else that you want to tell all of us Alberta realtors that we should be doing? I would just say use social media. Definitely use it. If you're not on the bandwagon, if, if it seems like it's, you know, an intimidating and daunting task, like there are people who are obviously using it at a high level and that does come with, you know, a lot of time and management and this and that. But 
it takes time to get there. So don't be intimidated by that. To just start, I would say, just start, like just be active on it. Just post about your life. If you have kids, if you have pets, if you have whatever, like anything like that, people enjoy to see, they, they're seeing your face, they're, you know, um, so just be active on it. It doesn't even have to be all about business. It doesn't have to be that kind of thing, um, but just be active on it and it'll definitely, it'll definitely help you for sure. Awesome. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Thank you to Stevie and Ginger. We look forward to seeing you the next time we are in your area.